guys it's not for the self-hearted it's hard-hitting content it's unique crazy and hilarious in most part it's 100 real hardcore midtown topic with this enjoy the podcast motherfuckers <laughs> Warning, this podcast contains graphic language. What's happening, Midtown? Big shout out to all the subscribers out there and all the Midtown listening worldwide. You are right here, Kendall Rick and the Podcast, one of the hottest podcasts for Midtown or Midtown only. I'm right here in the Northwest, podcasting that up all around the world, baby. What's cracking, lacking, baby? Welcome, welcome to Kendall Rick and Podcast, gentlemen. Welcome. I'm glad that you're here. I'm glad that you're safe. I'm glad that you are listening to right here, Kendall Rick and Podcast, gentlemen. What's happening, man? I want to tell you a story before I get into this stuff. It's more like an observation, right, gentlemen? Um, 2020 is going to be the year that women are being exposed. And this is the title of the podcast. But one of my observations I've been checking out when I go out there on the streets and shit like that. It's bizarre, right? So everybody wearing masks out here in the Northwest. Everybody wearing a fucking mask. It's, it's insanity. Insanity at its worst. But what I noticed that the only people who can rock this mask shit, honestly, I'm going to be really honest, is the Asian. I don't know, maybe because I've seen it throughout the years out there in China and the Eastern countries out there, right? They, they can rock the mask. You got chingy eyes, you can rock the mask. But what I noticed is that different ethnicity people do not look quite right with this fucking mask, you know? Let's say, like, white folks. Especially the white folks living out here. They're pretty, pretty fucking pale. They look like milk. And then they wear the blue mask. And then they got the white one. So when they wear the white one, they look like a mummy, right? And when they wear the blue one, surgical mask, they look like they just came from a hospital sick. They, they just came from surgery. They look very sick and ill. Very sick and ill. Now, you got other minorities like Hispanic, Latinos, or Blacks, when they wear those masks, I'm afraid. I am afraid. I don't know if they're going to rob me or they're going to do something. You got some people out there, Latinos and Black, wearing bandanas, you know, like banditos and shit like that. The whole thing is whole scary to me, you know. But the worst thing is, is when these motherfuckers out there wearing a mask inside the car and driving around. I go as far that I see one of my neighbors... Matter of fact, I go more further than that. I see one of my neighbors cutting the grass with a fucking mask. And you know I do the walk and talk metal shit videos. And it's in a park. And in the park, I seen people with fucking masks every fucking where. I mean, this shit is insanity. It's fucking insanity. And I'm getting fucking sick and tired. I am getting tired. It's, everybody look retarded. Well, gentlemen... Um, I made a video regarding to this topic, so I'm going to talk about it today because um, women are being exposed for all the bullshit. All the bullshit they've been doing now, 2020 is the year they're being exposed thanks to uh, social media and different outlets are picking up different stories and stuff like that. Well, this story is not unique. Those who travel, who've been in airplanes, know what kind of shit show is those fucking airplanes, man. It's a fucking charade what happens in those airports. <laughs> Yes, let's give me a boo. Man, people don't dress anymore. They go out, they was not too long ago where people could dress nice, have nice threads on, nice shoes or nice kicks and stuff like that. Man, these women out there, last time I flew, it was in February. I went from Seattle to Denver. 
And I seen three young ladies in their age of 20, mid-20s, looking like shit, pajamas on, um, house shoes on, slipping on the floor with sleeping bags and stuff like that. So I want to tell you this story that happened to me. I'm flying from New York to Seattle, and this Ukrainian bitch, they hollering at each other from uh, across the way. I know Ukrainian because we got a lot of Ukrainian out here, so I know the language. I don't speak it, but I know what it sounds like. Sounds sound kind of Russian and shit, right? So they hollering between the fucking halls, right? And Ukrainian. And I got the chick next to me. She's a big fat bitch. Literally. She took half of my fucking space. And they hollering, talking to each other with Ukrainian shit, uh, Ukrainian and stuff like that. So there's her cousin come out to my seats and have the audacity, the fucking audacity to ask me to exchange my seat for her seat. Now, bear in mind, I would done it, but she was her seat was stuck in a fucking window. I don't like to be stuck in a window. I like the aisle because that way I can use the bathroom and move around my legs and stuff like that. But I told this bitch, I like, listen, because see, some of these foreigner bitches think that every American out here are soft. Little does she know that I'm not. And I told her, listen, you see this ticket right here, F12? I bought this fucking ticket, all right? This is my seat. I'm not going anywhere. And then she's looking at me kind of weird and say, so you're not going to trade me the seat? I'm like, no, I'm not going to trade you the goddamn seat. I say, please have a seat. I'm nervous. I don't like to fly. So let's get this shit over with, right? And so she sat down and stuff like that. So this is a story about these um, particular NFL players. See, now men are being aware the damage are women causing in today's society. You know, they are doing a lot of damaging out there. You know, the women have become a liability. Liability in government and corporation, companies, and schools. You see how I suppose these teachers out there doing all these uh, rape to these boys. You guys been here in this podcast. You know, I don't hold anything back. Well, these poor NFL football players. See, the thing is, the thing is with the skanks, before I get to the story, the skanks do not know how to, um, how I say this, not to get in men's spaces, to respect our spaces, because they always want to be in our shit. And now, the thing is, the women are, more, are doing more drugs than ever, ever, more than men. Either equally than men or more than men. They're getting high, sniffing cocaine, heroin, methamphetamine. Um, I say like 65% of there are some kind of mental medication combined with alcohol. And you got female nature and drugs and it's an atomic bomb ready to happen any fucking time, you know? Anytime. So it's very dangerous shit that's going on out there. Very dangerous for men out there. So this poor NFL player, he's about to fly from New Jersey to Los Angeles to do um, NFL shit or whatever he was, you know, going back to his hometown of L.A. So this bitch decided to get a little frisky with the man out there. Probably recognize him or not. Or he probably was a good looking man. And she decided to start robbing on him, grabbing on him, grabbing his fucking cock, dick, whatever you want to call it. And, well, he got agitated with the, with that bitch. And he told the airline, hey, man, move this fucking subhuman from me. Because she's out here fondling me and shit like that. So they removed this bitch out there multiple times. She got so mad and upset at this gentleman out there. Poor guy, he just want to fly out. He don't want to deal with bitches. Fuck, man. I don't want to deal with fucking skanks. So this bitch fucking rip up his mask and everything like that. Well, you know, make a chaotic scene. A fucking chaotic scene, right? So at the end of the flight, 
these motherfuckers out there offer him a hundred dollar booby price. You know, for all the for trouble, for all the trouble, flying four and a half hours with this fucking bitch, and all they're gonna offer him is fucking hundred dollars. So this man took it up 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 of himself, excuse me, up of himself, to sue the airline. So he's suing out there, and he had a witness. He's suing out there for like I don't know. I hope he get lots of money. Honestly, I hope he get millions of dollars because these bitches need to learn, this airline need to learn, this government need to learn, and all these people need to learn. How women are behaving in today's society. They're fucking nuts. They are fucking nuts, man. They are cuckoo. Well, I hope he gets a lot, lot of money, man. A lot of money, honestly. For real. Let's give it a shotgun to the, to the men out there. Not only that, we're going to give him a horn for bravery for suing these motherfuckers. Well, you guys know me. You know I got a sound bite. Of course I do. I have a sound bite. So let me play you what people have noticed. It's in Females and men have noticed that this type of behavior is being unnoticed. But now, you're going to see in this podcast, 2020 is the year the women being exposed. And you've seen it already through social media and TV and the internet and so on and so forth. So let me play you sound by here. The NFL sued over sexual assault on United Flight. So just bear with me here, gentlemen. The thing just went cuckoo on me. He's suing United Airlines. This is a super interesting story. So the unidentified player claims that he and another man were sexually harassed and assaulted by a female passenger on a red-eye flight in February. He alleges the woman groped him, ripped a mask off his face. He says the female was finally moved, but only after multiple complaints, during which the assault continued. Now, United says the customer involved was moved to a different seat and that the safety and well-being of its customers is its top priority. I got to ask straight here, Al, double standard here, because if a woman had been groped like that, taken the you know, material off her face and had multiple complaints, I'd see a widespread United uh, lawsuit going on. What do you think here? Yes, I mean, there's a double standard socially and there's a double standard legally. Uh, if you think about the social aspect, uh, Tori and Erica, think about Terry Crews uh, came out, a, a big muscular, uh, uh, what you would call in air quotes, alpha black male, uh, came out and said that he was groped by uh, a high-ranking official in entertainment and people laughed at him. He was mocked on radio shows mercilessly and that was allowed to happen. Uh, if that had been a female, that would have never happened. So we have to also understand that our justice system really really bends to what we do and when we have a double standard and we laugh at some things and take other things seriously i mean think about uh the female teachers that sleep with their male teachers it's not uh, their male students it's not uh, treated the same so until we start to treat the same socially we can't expect the justice system to do it as uh, as you would hope they would yeah and i know what you mean like me too is not just for women i mean that's got to be made almost explicitly clear am i right erica well i think you know culturally we as women are told that we can have intimacy with anyone at any point like that's how people think of it like women can always have sex yeah. like there's always someone to have sex Never. with right. but men you know you have to wait on or heterosexual men have to wait on a woman's um, consent and that's not true and I think that a lot of women need to get this message that this isn't like some cute 
cute college bar thing where everyone's just going around having some type of orgy. Like these are people who have the right to protect their bodies. The other aspect of this is that it was an NFL football player. We don't know who the player was. Maybe the player was recognizable. It also is about the culture of people believing that just because you buy a ticket to the game or root for the team, that somehow you have ownership over these players. You do not. I totally agree with you. And again, I just have to say on DBL here, I know it's nuanced, but consent, like Erica said, me too. The idea of respecting one's body, that's got to go both ways. It cannot just go for women. Of course, we see a majority of that, but let's not forget our... Can you imagine the double standard? Can you imagine that was a man and did that to a woman, fondle the woman, take out the mask, and do all kinds of har- sexual harassment? Man, that airplane would land it in emergency landing strip, the FBI, the CIA, Homeland Security, um, President Donald Trump, their whole nine pound payos, everybody be out there um, locking these men up. Honestly, it's a double standard and we got to expose what they are. Uh, the game's not like it used to be. You know, we talked about this shit, the double standards about these skanks out there. You know, they be doing all kinds of chaotic shit. They fucking nuts. They are fucking nuts. Well, gentlemen, this is going to be the segment for right now. I'll be right back with more insanity. See you in a bit. Viewer discretion is advised. Go where no man has gone before. One woman, one man. You have the right to remain silent. Welcome back, gentlemen. Welcome back to Canada Rican Podcast. Well, 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 well. Guess what? Guess who's back? Karen the Skank. And you, gentlemen, remember that I did a podcast last week. No, a couple weeks ago. Regarding to um, Karen the Meme. And I put it out there in the podcast. Well, she has returned with some vengeance. And I know you heard about it. The whole United States is talking about it. I think if people say, oh, this is not news. To me, it's great news because bitches being exposed for what they are. Entitled little skank ass bitches. They're being exposed, gentlemen. 2020 is the year for the women to be exposed. And the world going to see how Western women are behaving for the first time. The regular, the, the blue pill simp and the blue, blue pill population out there. Not us. We know how they behave. We've been talking about this for many, many, many years. But anyway, if you haven't heard it, well, I'm going to play you the clip here, the soundbite of the skank. But before I get into the clip, man, I got my own shit that I got to talk here. I go to the park and I do the walk and talk metal shit in the park. And when it comes down to dogs on, a, on have, having not a leech, excuse me, well, I see a little differently, you know. This is what I say to the owners. If that dog bite me, I want to sue. That's what I say. I don't have to say anything else. Because in the park, obviously, it says a big-ass fucking sign. Dogs must wear a leech. But it's vermin of humans of owners are worse than the dogs. And they live in running around. They got big-ass dogs and shit. And there's been a few times that I got scared, man, because they got some pit bulls and shit like that in those parks. Trust me. So I can feel this man pain when they say, hey, bitch, put that fucking dog on a leech. Right? But, you know, we're dealing, we're dealing with um, Karen. Karen. Karen the skank. Karen the fucking skank. You know, these bitches, there's no entitled. This Karen's 
this is the currency in the Pacific Northwest. White women between the age of 34 to 50, having kids late on the late 30s and their 40s. They got a SUV with two kids and they bring their family members or kids, friends and shit like that. And they 40 something with a five year old. It's pretty disgusting shit, actually. And you see them complaining and stuff like that. It's pretty disturbing seeing a woman in their 40s with a fucking little ass kid, you know? Pretty sickening. And they got this entitlement. They they can feel like, like they can do whatever they want, you know, like the, the rules and the regulations and the, even in the law. Even the law do not apply for them. That's what they think. But then being exposed out here, I'm exposing them. The whole world is exposing them. Everybody talking about this shit. So let me play you what this skank is. Because right here, when I play you soundbite, this is what we're talking about. This is what we're talking about. Women using police, um, the law against men, right? So they use police. And this is everything that we talk about. False accusation, entitlement, trying to use the police so these men can get arrested. For her own misbehavior, not his. And this is Meta 101. Meta 101, how we talk about women today's society, how they behave, entitled Little Skank. Please don't come close to me. Sir, I'm asking you to stop recording me. Please don't come close to me. Please take your phone off. Please don't come close to me. And I'm taking pictures of calling the cops. Please, please call the cops. Please call the cops. I'm going to tell them there's an African-American man threatening my life. Please tell them whatever you like. Excuse me? I'm sorry, I'm in the ramble, and there is a man, African-American, who has a bicycle helmet. He's recording me and threatening me and my dog. There is an African-American man, I am in Central Park, he is recording me and threatening myself and my dog. <laughs> and my... I'm sorry, I can't hear you either. I'm being threatened by a man in the ramble. Please send the cops immediately. I'm in Central Park in the ramble. I don't know. Thank you. Yeah, I think more men need to go out there, put those cell phones cameras out there and record these bitches, you know, because this man could have been choked, like you guys see lately, this gentleman out there in, in Annapolis out there got choked by a cop, and this is a black Urkel, you know, he's Urkel, the guy, he's from Harvard University, he's an Urkel, let's put it how what it is, he's no Tyrone or Pookie or Ray Ray, he's an Urkel, you know, but Urkel want to see the birds, he's a bird watcher, he wants to be out there peacefully and quiet and not deal with the skank, and she, and you see this, this skank out there choking the dog to death, she lost her job, she lost the dog, and, and she gained what she deserved, because this is nonsense bullshit, if you think about it, you're gonna go out there, call the cops for nothing, 911 for nothing, because the gentleman said, hey man, hey lady, ma'am, put that damn dog on a fucking leech where it belongs, you know, so let's give a horn for this gentleman out there. He did the right thing. If I was a judge, I'd put that fucking skank in jail. I'd put her in jail. You have the right to remain silent. Well, yeah, they're being exposed. I'm glad the best meme this year is the current, current meme. Excuse me. 
Karen Ming. Let me get a sip of this drink here, man. I'm kind of thirsty. It's fucking hot out here in the Northwest. It's like 95 degrees. I'm right here in the studio and I'm sweating like a whore on church. Let me see something here. Excuse me, gentlemen. Well, well, well. So Karen got what she deserved. So hopefully these ladies will learn the lesson. Obey the rules and regulation. Obey the law. I know this is double standard. We always talk about the double standard with the skanks. But they are being exposed. And 2020 is the year the women being exposed. And this is the podcast is going to show it to you, gentlemen. Well, what are we going to do with Karen? Let's give her a shotgun to the dome. Take away her from her misery, for God's sake. Let's make it a double. And gentlemen, I'll be back with another set, man. More insanity ahead. Be right back. Welcome back, gentlemen. Welcome back to Kendall Rican. Well, 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 here we go again. The women out there, we're going to talk about this coronavirus shit bullshit. Well, not so much the virus itself, but we're going to talk about the economic impact. It's about to face. Everybody's going to go through this. It depends what kind of gig you do. If you're an essential worker like myself, well, you got job security. If you do women's job like retail, daycare, teachers, uh, you name it, those non-essential jobs, well, you're going to be pretty much asked out, you know, that's the way I see it. Now, 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 you know, this is the mainstream media, I'm going to play you here a soundbite regarding, and I'm going to interrupt the soundbite, because I'm going to, um, you know, have my point of view of the soundbite, but now they're bitching and complaining that women are being most affected by the coronavirus, uh, financial-wise. And economic-wise, it's a hardship women are facing, especially women of color, of course, you know, Latinas and blacks. And I would put my point of view because nobody tells them to be single mothers and shit like that. Well, let's play this. And this is from Face the Nation. Economic fallout are having different effects on different parts of America. The virus itself has hit hard, disproportionately hard, Black and Hispanic Americans. The job cuts in particular are squeezing American women. We want to take a look at the changing playing field in America post-virus and in the part of our recovery where we just don't know what's coming around the corner. To take a look at the gender divide and what appears to be a widening one, we're joined now by Dr. Nicole Mason. She is president and CEO of the Institute for Women's Policy Research. Dr. Mason, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. This is such an important topic to understand the faces, the stories, the experiences behind the numbers. Why are women, in particular women of color, being so disproportionately affected? The reason why women, women of color, have been disproportionately impacted by the number of job losses over the last few months is because they're disproportionately and overrepresented in service sectors. So that's health, education, um, hospitality, leisure. Those sectors have been hit hard by um, the stay-at-home orders, and it's disproportionately impacted these uh, these workers. You know why, right? First, 
they decide not to go to school. Two, they decide to um, set up a man or force a man to be a father. So now there are single mothers out there and they do not prepare themselves to be a single mom. Now, they expect the states, society, and any government goodies out there to give out a handout. That's why they are doing giving out a handout. If you wasn't prepared to be a parent, why? Why? Do not expect society to pay for your mistakes. So the job cut itself is difficult, but supporting a family, if you are a single mom, the level of difficulty is that much harder. How how are people handling this and, and what does it look like in terms of the prospects for finding work right now? So since the start of the pandemic around um, there have been 30 million jobs lost and women have sustained 70% of those losses. So to put that in perspective, in February, the unemployment rate for women was around 4%. Today, it's around 15.7 and it's higher for Black and Latino women. And many of those mothers are breadwinner mothers, meaning that 40% of their income contributes or more contributes to their household income. And for single mothers, particularly Black and Latino mothers, they're more likely to be the primary wage earners in their families. So what this means in terms of the job losses is that those women are least likely to be able to make ends meet. And many of them were struggling before the start of the pandemic, and it's only been exacerbated. Well, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. Where they got damn men here, metal? I thought women were strong, independent, strong Latina and black women. What are they bitching about now? Right? They always make the wrong decision. Women do not know responsibility and accountability. Now we're about to hit a financial crisis. They wasn't prepared to be parents. Now, they are bitching and complaining. No, 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 no. 2020 is the year we're exposing women for what they are. The skanks, what they are, and who they are, and what they done. So that is so the, a snapshot of the most vulnerable and the most heavily impacted. But for so many families, uh, even women who have the luxury of continuing to work from home have had to turn those kitchen tables into classrooms along with their home office. The, the balance part of this seems off. What is this doing to, to women in the workplace, the workforce, and, and pay equity? So I'm one of those women. So about 30% of the workforce are able to work from home. Most of the other workers, particularly lower, lower wage workers, many of whom are women, are not able to work. You know what the problem is, Meta? For the first time in a really long time, that the so-called women working at home, right, they have to face a reality. The reality is that they're not there at the job, mingling around, socializing. They have to stay at home, take care of the kids because the daycare are closed. They got to feed the kids. They got to deal with the kids. They got to do homework out here in the state. They say, we're closing the school down. Here's the internet. Here's the laptop. You guys want to teach your, your kids how to learn at home. Great program. I talked about this in one of my videos before this coronavirus hit it. Um, I'm going to play you a little bit more of the soundbite, but that's what it is. They are desperate because they cannot socialize and bullshit at work. And they have to literally do homework, literally homework, cooking, cleaning, and taking care of the children. And the modern woman, I'm not used to that. They're not used to it. And they are petrified. They are petrified.
And so what this pandemic has forced women into is this very impossible role. They have the dual roles as wage earners as well as primary caregivers. They're now responsible because of schools are schools of clothes as well as daycares of clothes they have um, taken on the lion's share of caregiving responsibilities including homeschooling and a new study that was just released found that um which i don't think is very surprising that look at her voice listen to her voice she is petrified they don't know these bitches do not know what how to be a, a wife at home or a mother a mother home taking care full-time The children, they don't know. They don't know that task. The, what they do, they toss out the children so the taxpayer can pay for school. And here's little Johnny, here, little Debbie, spending eight hours in school and I'm going to do work and socialize and do bullshit and make extra money and get child support and get out of money. And same shit that we've been talking about, but now it has been exposed. Listen to her voice. She is crackling. Women, um, working women who are working from home, only have about one hour of inter uninterrupted work. They can't go without, <laughs> they can't go more than- That sounds about right. <laughs> sounds about right. Um, compared to their male counterparts who, you know, um, have about uh, three hours of uninterrupted um, paid work that they're able to accomplish from working. Actually, if you're a midtown, you got 24 hours because we don't have to deal with skanks. We just deal with my own shit. But I digress, I digress, gentlemen. Home. So what this says to me is that women are are um, taking on the majority of the responsibility of care work at home, including homeschooling, but also um, housework and the um, other caretaking demands. So there is this push to reopen the economy, um, but but from what you are painting the picture uh, of in terms of how our society is actually functioning. These women won't have an easy time going back to work, even though some of these businesses are reopening. Now well, I'm going to leave it there because I have a better plan than this bitch, this vermin subhuman uh, piece of work out there. I have a better plan. Listen, really easy. We're going to make this shit simple, gentlemen. Uh, I talked about this before it happened, honestly, in my, one of my videos. I'm gonna, I got a plan. A really simple, easy plan. Man, it's really easy. Get your child support. Get your uh, welfare. We don't want you back at work. We don't. Companies are losing a lot of money because of women behaving at work. We provide you with the food. Just don't go back to work. The worst punishment for these women in today's society to stay at home with their children, especially, especially single mothers. Stay at home with the children. No more daycare. No more um, school. I read the... In one article, one of five teachers are thinking going back to school. So we're going to save a lot of money if you think about it. The home um, people, have home taxpayer, most of it must stay. I don't know what state you live in, but the tax property, money goes to school. So I say, let's eliminate this stuff. Let's give them the welfare. Let's give them the, the child support, whatever, and food stamps and the internet, of course, the internet and a laptop and have these women teach their children. That's all. That's all. We don't want them to work first. Why? What do they need to be out working for? They make more money and shit like that. They socialize. No, the, the best punishment for this gang because it was once upon a time where a single mother was looked down upon. Now it's the new normal. It's like, oh, I'm a single mother. Go to those daddy naps. And they feel like being a single mother is something special, something um, big deal. I'm a single mother. Look at me. I'm strong, powerful woman. Well, Now the financial collapsing is here. 
And I say, don't, don't worry about going back to work, please. You stay at home. Take care of your kids. Don't try to date. Don't try to do... You stay, stick your ass at home, all right? Stay at home. Yeah, let's give a shotgun to the donkeys, all these single skank-ass bitches. All the Latinas and blacks and shit and whites and Asian and all kinds of shit. But man, this pandemic is being a, a, a sign from heaven, isn't it? Isn't it, gentlemen? Well, gentlemen, this is going to be this segment. I'll be right back with more insanity, gentlemen. I'll be right back. Welcome back, gentlemen. Welcome back to Candel Rican Podcast. Well, this whole podcast has been good news, gentlemen. Good news. We're exposing women for 2020 for what they are and who they are. Well, gentlemen, finally things are opening up again. Finally. Finally, I got an announcement out there in Switzerland. They open up good stuff out there in Switzerland. It's happening in Switzerland. Matt, shout out to Switzerland. Let's give a shotgun to Switzerland out there. So let me uh let's 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 do some drum rolls here. I got an announcement, special announcement. Well, guess what, gentlemen? The whorehouses are open again in Switzerland. Let's give it up for the Swiss out there. They know how to do shit. Well, starting on June 2nd, I believe, the whorehouses are gonna be out there full again. People are gonna be fucking and sucking and exchanging money because the Swiss men out there. Their balls are full of cum. They be on the quarantine and shit. Well, not so much quarantine out there. They didn't do the quarantine. But anyway, there wasn't no whorehouses, no fucking around. There's many to um, release some stress or this coronavirus business. So they got to go out there and load up a few heavy dose or load of cum out there. So let's give it up for them. Let's give it up for them. Yes, yes. Well, I'm going to play these articles. True story, gentlemen. True story. Um, I'm not bullshitting and making anything up or exaggerating. Well, this is true story out there. Um, sex workers can get back to business in Switzerland. No sports, though. It's okay. We can deal without the sport for now. You know, we can deal. I'm missing my baseball. But hopefully by the time football season, I'm not fucking around. They better be open the stadiums. I don't give a shit because I do have a part-time gig that I work out there in the Seahawks Stadium. So, no sports, but the sex worker are going back to business and start sucking and fucking and doing all kinds of shit out there where they're doing those brothels and stuff like that. So, that's a good, very good news out here. So, I'm going to play you this article, article right here, excuse me, by Bloomberg. So, let me, you know how it is. I'll do out here, the future between men and machines. And um, let me play this article, gentlemen, out there so, so you can hear this shit. Good news, good news. Sex workers can get back to business in Switzerland. But sports remain prohibited. The 28th of May 2020, 2 11 pm. Swiss politicians have decided that sex workers can soon get back to business while activities and sports involving close physical contacts such as judo, boxing, and wrestling will remain prohibited. Prostitution is legal in Switzerland and can resume from the 6th of June, along with cinemas, nightclubs, and public pools, the government announced this week. 
Yet sports and activities that involve close and constant physical contact will continue to be forbidden in an effort to stop the spread of the coronavirus. In announcing the new measures affecting an estimated 20,000 sex workers, Swiss Health Minister Alain Berset acknowledged the apparent contradiction, there are certainly personal contacts but a concept of protection seems possible. I am well aware of the bizarre aspect of my answer, he told a press conference. To tell you the truth, erotic services could have resumed earlier. Switzerland has dramatically slowed its COVID-19 infection rate while avoiding the strict confinement imposed in neighboring countries including Italy and France. New reported cases of infections in the country of 8.5 million were below 20 per day this week. It was among the first countries in Europe to reopen shops, restaurants and schools earlier this month while easing social distancing measures. Spontaneous public gatherings of as many as 30 people and events of no more than 300 will also be allowed from the 6th of June. The Swiss ruling contrasts with policy decisions in the Netherlands, home to Amsterdam's famed red light district. Dutch Prime Minister Mark Rutte said at a press conference Wednesday that while gyms and saunas will likely reopen the 1st of July, sex workers won't be able to resume business until September. Well, a little bit of good news right there, right? Right? You right, gentlemen? I think so. I really think so. Really good news out there. So it's time for those fucking whores to start sucking dick and licking balls and make some money. Yes, yes. I'm not against prostitution at all. I, honestly, I'm a libertarian. Uh, especially I'm a sexual libertarian. So, hey, man, mass shout out to them. But the, the American counterpart, like these uh, so-called single mothers out there, they have, they will. I think they should open up a new kind of career, a kind of career um, that can benefit men and women. And the career should be selling pussy, being fucking whores and prostitute. And that way, they won't feel the economic impact they're about to face. So all those single moms and all those skanks out there, Start selling pussy right now because things are about to get really hectic. It's 2020 and we are exposing the fucking skink for what they are. Well, gentlemen, 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 this is my podcast for today. Check me out, man. Check me out. Check me out on YouTube. But I'm getting off. I'm winging off YouTube due to the fact it's a lot of censorship going on, on YouTube. And I know you guys heard about Joe Rogan and the $100 million, uh, dollar country that he got out there on Spotify. Joe, we coming after you. Kendall Rican coming after you. We want some of our change. I'm on Spotify. I am in all the major podcasts out there from and all the stations out there. So Joe, watch out. Watch Kendall Rican podcast. It's one of the hottest podcasts for Midtown. Isn't that right, gentlemen? Yes, sir. Well, 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 check this out. Check this out. I'm laying off a little bit of YouTube, but you can check me out at, at um, Oh my God, I totally went blank. And oh, this is horrible. Uh, <laughs> Metal.tv. Metal.tv. You can check me out. Metal.tv out there. All the major Metal content creators out there. You name it. Sandman, T- uh, TFM, uh, Hammerhand. Um, you name it. They're out there. We all out there um, banging videos and it's on sensor and stuff. And new content creators, new videos. If you want to put your video out there, you're more welcome to do it. And also, there's an app for it. So there's an app for it. Don't... Stay away from Cock2 because that platform is dead, gentlemen. It's fucking dead. Dead and arrival. Dead. Well, I would like to hear from you. So you can email me. Please give me an email, any topic, any suggestion, anything. You know, any criticism. I don't give a fuck. Email me at 
KendallRican76 at gmail.com. KendallRican76 at gmail.com. Fellas out there. Well, with this, this is the end of the podcast. But with this, I say peace. Stay mid child. I'll definitely catch you in the next podcast or video. Ah.